I am so glad you are tuning in today because we have a guest coming on the show. And our guest today is Kelsey Sorensen, and she is a former teacher and sub-turned-homeschool mom and owner of Wife Teacher Mommy. She has helped hundreds of thousands of educators cut down planning time and balance the many roles in their lives with her time-saving resources, blogs, and her new podcast. Wife Teacher Mommy has been featured on We Are Teachers, Teachers Pay Teachers, Jane, Etsy, Food Network, CBC, Fox, and NBC. Kelsey and her teacher team are excited to expand their mission even further with their Wife Teacher Mommy Club and Educate and Rejuvenate event. I am so pumped to be able to share Kelsey on the podcast today, and I know that the topic that she dives into is going to be one that so many of you can be able to connect and identify with. I am not going to have you wait any longer, and so if you are ready to dive into this topic of mental health, we will meet you inside. Welcome to The Literacy Dive, a podcast for teachers who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing. I'm your host, Megan Polk. My number one passion is, you guessed it, all things literacy and supporting teachers like you. Join me each week to learn teacher tips and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you grow as an educator. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Literacy Dive podcast. And as you heard in the intro, we have a very special guest today. I'm so excited to have Kelsey on the show. And so Kelsey, if you can just start by introducing yourself to our listeners. Thank you, Megan. Well, first off, I would just want to say how happy I am to be here. So excited to be on your podcast. I've listened to it and I think it's just such a fabulous show and all that you do is so great. So I'm Kelsey and I'm the owner of Wife Teacher Mommy. And I am a former school teacher. Then I was a substitute teacher. And now I am a homeschool mom to three kiddos. Like I said, I'm the owner of Wife Teacher Mommy. I've been doing that since about 2014. We create resources for teachers, kind of similar to what you do, and podcasting, blogging, all of that as well. So that's kind of what we do in a nutshell. I truly love when coming across you, I was like, oh my gosh, you literally have it all. Like you are the teacher, you are the sub, you are the mom, (laughs) you are the homeschool teacher. Like you literally can relate to so many different audiences. And I think that that's so captivating because you have all of these different hats that you have actually walked. And so I know that it's just so amazing that you can be able to relate to so many different teachers in their walks. So love it. I've gone all these different paths and it has really been so interesting to see like the different sides of things. Like, you know, I've been both the school teacher and the sub and that's why like I started making sub plans. That's how I started getting into this. And it's so interesting because I've been able to see both of those perspectives, you know. I love it. And I mean, I do hope I'm going to put it out here because, you know, it's for my accountability mainly too. But I know that you have some incredible things that you do with subs, sub tubs and things like that. And so hopefully sometime in the back to school season, I would love for you to be able to share some of that with my listeners. I would love to. But today I'm super excited about this topic because this is a topic that I have not covered on this show, but it is a topic that is so prevalent to so many, not just teachers, but people. 
it's going to be about mental health. And I know that we are nearing the end of the school year. If you are a teacher that is in the United States, and I know that it's just been hard these last couple of years. And so just starting it off, that's what we're going to talk about today. And I just wanted to know, like, why did you want to talk about teacher mental health on my show? Like, again, I just can't, after looking, I'm like, ooh, that's great. That's great. And then I saw teacher mental health and I was instantly drawn to it. So what is your background with that and talking about that today? Sure. So the reason that I added that to the list of potential topics, well, really, there are a couple of reasons. So first, I think it's something that a lot of teachers are struggling with right now. Kind of like you mentioned, like we all wear so many hats, like we teaching alone, there's all the different things we have to do. It's not just showing up and teaching. There's all the planning. There's all the prep. There's finding resources, all the things. And then on top of that, like we all have other responsibilities in our lives as well. Many teachers are also parents or they are grandparents or volunteers in their church or community or whatever. Whatever they do, everybody has like so many different aspects to their lives and just balancing it all can be a huge struggle. But I think right now, especially the end of the year often leads to burnout because we've been doing all of these things all year long. But now we're also at the end of a third school year that has been during a pandemic which, you know, has just added even more to our plates, like all the different things we've gone through the last few years, like, you know, do we wear masks or do we not? All the debates about that going online, so many different things. And I think really all of that is still taking a toll on teachers and the gaps that have ever been widening with our students. And I think that not only takes a toll on, you know, how much work needs to be done, but also on teachers' mental health. It absolutely does. No, I... I totally agree with you. I see it. I hear from people. And I know that a lot of teachers are just holding on by a thread. And so I'm really glad to be able to kind of dive into this topic today because it is so important. And so going into this whole idea of mental health, I wanted to see if you would share what your mental health journey has looked like up until now. Yeah, this is really something I have quite a lot of firsthand experience with in the past, you know, majorly and even now. But In the past, I've always struggled with anxiety, but I never really did anything about it. I think a lot of teachers fall into that category, just like you get anxious about things, but you're just like, you know, I'm just going to keep going. Don't really do anything about it. But it was when I had my third child, and this was back in 2019, I just started having these panic attacks. I couldn't sleep. Um, My body would just jolt awake if I tried to sleep. It was like over 48 hours and I didn't sleep. And It was not because my baby wasn't sleeping. He was actually my best sleeper of my three kids. But I thought I was dying. It would like I would close my eyes and my body would just like jolt back awake. And so then eventually I went to the emergency room because I was like, I have no clue what's wrong with me. And they got me on medication and I got hooked up with a therapist and everything. And it just took some time to like really get out of that haze. And then that was in October that he was born. And then in January... I found a life coach. Her name was actually Lizzie Langston, and she was amazing. I worked with her one-on-one, and she really helped me figure out, like, because it was particularly postpartum anxiety, but really, like I said, it was something I'd kind of always struggled with, and this was just kind of my breaking point. And it was just a huge game changer for me because she helped me really get some tools that I hope to kind of share with your listeners today that can help you kind of identify your thoughts that are causing problems and like how you can really get through those hurdles. And that is actually why we added coaching to our membership too. It's been really great to just have these tools and to be able to share them with as many teachers as possible. I think that 
the first step is like being able to talk about it. Yeah. And I think that we're in a community and in a society where it's almost like they are condoning being silenced and it's hurting people because we need to be able to talk about it and express ourselves. And, you know, we need to just normalize that it's okay to have a crappy day. It's okay to let, to have these things that are going on and to feel, but these things are happening and we don't just instantly get out of them. And so definitely knowing that there are tools or someone who has walked through anxiety and, you know, postpartum and just different triggers and things like that. I think it is really helpful for the teacher, the person listening who is kind of living in secrecy because they don't feel like they can tell their family that they're having panic attacks. They don't feel like they can tell their friends that they can't sleep for days on end because of what society wants to put on you or wants to say about you versus just understanding. So I feel very encouraged about this episode and what it can actually do for so many people who do find it and listen in. So thank you again for being here. Yeah, of course. I've found like it can be kind of scary sharing that story. I've shared it a few times now, but whenever I do, there's usually someone who's had a similar experience. And I think it just happens like so much more often than we even realize because people, a lot of times they just suffer in silence. Like you've said, there's kind of a stigma and there really shouldn't be. And I think it's getting better. Like I feel like on Instagram and social media, there's been more awareness about it, but it's still afraid to admit that that's you. I feel like everyone's like, oh yeah, it's okay. But it's hard to admit that you are like somebody who's struggling. You know what I mean? No, for sure. So why why do you think now, just thinking about 2022 right now, <laughs> this, is, this is a hot topic, you know? So like, why do you think that teacher mental health is such an important topic right now? And what are some things that we can kind of do to be able to support each other? So what I think, well, why I think it's so important right now, and I kind of mentioned this before, but it's like, we are going on three years of teaching during a pandemic. And I think it's taken a toll on all of us as teachers and our students. So we need to like also be aware of, you know, our mental health, our students' mental health, and even helping each other because like you may notice some signs in like, say your teacher friend and just being able to open up and talk to each other a bit more about this, I think is really what is needed. I love that. That's so needed. And I I think just a space to be able to come and like a safe space. And that's what we provide for kids is like yeah. a safe environment, a safe space. And so I, I do think that it's so important right now. So let's kind of dive in because I know that you mentioned that you all recently, I want to say recently, added on the coaching yeah. piece to your membership of what you can offer in your clubs. So how do you help teachers with their mental health? Yeah, thank you. So what we did, and we actually only added this last month, I found a coach. Her name is Chrissy Nichols, and she is phenomenal. I could go on and on about how amazing she is. She is a veteran teacher. She's taught for over 20 years, both in the US and in France. I'm like, how cool is that? But she is also a certified life coach, and she has a coaching business called The Chrissy Concept. And like I mentioned, my life coach just made such a difference in my life that I was like, you know what? I want to add this for my members. Like, I don't want to only give them resources, but I want to give them kind of that safe space that you talked about. So I went searching for a coach because I wanted one with teaching experience. And she was one of the like only three or so who came up. And she just kind of really called to me. So I reached out to her and funny enough, find out she lives like 20 minutes from me. So we've like gotten together and everything kind of amazing because I just found her online. But we just really kind of 
clicked and we just, you know, now we're partnering together on this. And she does a coaching workshop every month in our membership and also an open coaching call so people can bring in any of their problems. And then we have a section where people can ask their questions. But really, she's just teaching all of these tools. And the amazing thing is we do this on our podcast as well. So you don't even have to join the membership to get support. And really on this episode here, I want to make sure that your listeners walk away with some of these tools that can help them right now too. What are some of the tools that listeners can say, okay, today I'm listening in, I can grab this, I can use it, and I can start applying it. Because I know some of them might be as quick as being able to be like, oh, I never thought about that, but they can try it almost instantly. So what are some of those tools that you can offer to anyone who might just need a little extra support? Absolutely. And the first thing I want to mention is if you were having extreme depression or anxiety, anything deliberating, definitely see a doctor or therapist as they'll be able to give you that deeper professional help that you need. Just want to be very clear about that. But what people can take away today is that just noticing your thoughts and how they create the feelings that you have and the experiences that you have. So basically, if you are stressed out about a student that you aren't able to reach for some reason, and you're thinking, what am I doing wrong? And you're just spiraling thinking like, nothing I'm doing with this student is working. And you know, that's making you feel anxious, or it's making you feel depressed. You're going to feel really stressed out, right? But if you're aware of, you can notice that like you're kind of spiraling, and then you can question it. And then you can ask yourself something like, what if I'm doing everything right? What if I just haven't figured out what works for this student yet? And that's okay. One of my favorite things to do is add, and that's okay to the end of a thought, because it helps you realize that you're able to just accept it. Another example would be like, I didn't reach my goal and that's okay. Adding that to the end of whatever you're thinking can be super helpful. I am going to start using that for my own self because (laughs) I think that like, just right there, I think it just allows you to feel like it's okay, you know, and I'm not the only one that goes through that. But I think a lot of the time when people are spiraling or when they do have anxious thoughts or when they are very, very like overly worried or they just have, you know, the moments of panic, they typically get into this bubble of like, I'm the only one experiencing this and they're not. And so being able to add that's okay. I think I love that because it just lets you know, like, you know what? Yeah, that happened, but it's okay. And it makes it to where it's like, that is not the end all be all. And I love that you mentioned like your thoughts. Those are so important when thinking about your results, your experiences, your actions. And if we can somehow just try to shift the way that we're thinking about it or viewing that situation, that can ultimately help us as well. But I love adding, and that's okay, to the end. Yeah, I found that one so helpful. And the first place I heard that was from a coach. I am super into the coaching world. Her name is Jody Moore. And I first heard that on a podcast and I was like, oh my goodness, I am like snagging that and using that. But really the thing with your thoughts is the trick is just to notice it and get onto yourself and bring awareness to what you're doing because a lot of times we think our thoughts are truth, but they're just thoughts. So it's really questioning them. Like, you know, if you're thinking, oh, I'm a terrible teacher. It's like, am I? Am I a terrible teacher? No, I'm not. Like you can question that. Get on to yourself because... Yes, like do not add and that's okay after that thought. No, we're going to question it. <laughs> yeah, so and that's okay doesn't work for everything. It works for a lot of things. No, but I love that this one because that's the second thing. Like you have to question like, no, I know I'm a good effective teacher. This is just an off day. Okay, and the other thing I want to mention is that these coaching tools can help so much with mental health and like anxiety, depression, big feelings like that. But 
if you're thinking like, oh, this doesn't apply to me, I usually feel great. It applies to everyone. Because even if you don't feel like, you know, you're having quote unquote mental health struggles, we all get stuck now and then on small things. We all have negative thoughts. Like studies have shown that 80% of our thoughts on average are negative. And so all of us can kind of learn something from these coaching tools and to be able to look at our thoughts, examine them, and just create a better life. Well, I love that. I mean, like I said, some of these things that you shared are things that we literally can start doing right now, like today, and just start that practice. Because I think with everything, it is like a practice. You have to practice that muscle. You have to get your brain used to thinking that way and combating all of those negative thoughts that you're having. But I also love that you all have this monthly support and then also weekly podcast that can be a way where you can be able to share some of these tools. So this is incredible and so timely and so needed. Yeah, definitely. So if you are enjoying this episode, we have more like this on my podcast, Wife, Teacher, Mommy, the podcast. And then Chrissy, our coach, is coming out with her own show. But if you look up Chrissy Nichols, you should be able to find it if it's after May 1st. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And then the other thing we are doing is our event, Educate and Rejuvenate. And the whole point of this event is to help teachers feel rejuvenated and ready for a new school year. And there will be lots of sessions about teacher burnout from experienced teachers. And we'll have multiple coaches there, including Chrissy. And she'll be doing a life coaching session each day during the event, which is only $5. So you can experience the coaching for only 5 bucks. And also, Megan is presenting. And I'm just so excited that you are going to be at our event. Like, it's going to be so fun. I am so excited. I cannot wait to listen to the incredible people that you have on the lineup. This is going to be a a wild experience in like the best way. And I can't believe it's only $5. That is just so gracious and so much packed into it for such a small price point. And so I will be linking to that event, the Educate and Rejuvenate event. You can find that link in the show notes. Get your ticket. You will not want to miss out on this. You can be able to see all the information, the presenter lineup, and it is going to definitely be a summer event that you are not going to want to miss. So you can look for that link in the show notes. And as we're kind of wrapping up here, Are there any suggestions that you could share for teachers to help them to make time for themselves? I think that so often, whether they are moms or whether they are full-time teachers, part-time teachers, whether they have other side things they do like tutoring, summer school, side businesses, they oftentimes will say, I do not have enough time to do anything for myself. I'm constantly doing stuff for others. So are there any suggestions or anything that you can offer for teachers to help them to make time for themselves. Yes, I actually have a few tips for this. So my first number one thing is to schedule it first. I mean, obviously you have your things that you have to have in there. Like, you know, you have your contract hours at school or whatever. But after that, decide what you want for your self-care time and schedule that first and then schedule other responsibilities around it. So you make sure it happens. My mom, actually, I was talking with her the other day and I already kind of did this schedule at first thing, but she had a name for it that I really loved. She called it her joy first schedule. So it was like she was looking to plug in the things that bring her joy to make sure those things happen. So you really just need to prioritize it for one. The other thing is just to find little pockets of time. So like, you know, driving to and from work, listen to a podcast that helps you feel rejuvenated. Find a quiet moment to meditate not opening your teacher bag on the weekends, just finding little pockets of time 
where you can find time for yourself. For me, a lot of times that's going and getting my favorite drink at here in Utah. We've got all these places. They're these little soda shops that like have all these flavors that you put in there. It's so good. And it's definitely a Utah thing. But, you know, when I'm like, oh, I need a little self-care, I just go get my Coke Zero with raspberry puree in it and I'm good. That sounds delightful. I mean, that just sounds like joy. (laughs) It's joy right there. (laughs) And then my third one, and this is going to be typical coming from me, but I really believe that all teachers need to use their sick days, even if it's for a mental health day. And even if there's a sub shortage, they are a promised benefit of your job. And we need to take advantage of those. And that is just something I'm always preaching all the time. And if you want to make it easier, just go to subplanningstarterkit.com and we have a freebie for you to make subplanning super easy. I was going to say that is something too, where I remember just the days where I felt like, well, one, I just felt so sick, but I was like, not going to work was never an option because Mm -hmm. that is the one thing you just mentioned it as I'm thinking like, why would I not want to go? It was because thinking about planning all of the subplan lessons down to the minute, like for the time, whatever time of year it was, like it was so emotionally taxing that it was just easier for me to go, but it wasn't what was best for my body. Yeah. And so now after having so many years, like in the classroom, I will tell people too, like you need to use your days. And if you are worried about something like subplans, there are definitely supports that can help you to plan that to where that's one less thing you have to worry about as well. So I love that tip and I'm so happy that you shared it and that you have everyone covered with subplans. Yeah, because I really think like there's a stigma about calling in and especially if you're not like physically sick, it's just like a mental health day, but really just remembering this is a benefit, like you get to use it. And I know that you called out that subplan website, but to anyone listening, we will have that in the show notes for you so that I mean, and there's still time this year. I know some of you are not out of school until mid-June, late June, you know, and so definitely you are given those days. They are called sick days for a reason, and mental health is definitely in that category of a sick day. So thank you so much for sharing that. Mental health is health. Yep. Yes. Yes. Are there any final things that you would like to share as we are nearing the end? Really, just the biggest thing is to take care of yourself and get the support you need, however that is needed. Find that time for self-care. Find a support group, wherever that is. Grab a ticket to Educate and Rejuvenate because it's going to be such a great time, and we will be there to support you. Perfect. Well, Kelsey, thank you so much. You are such a wealth of knowledge, and you have, again, like I'm going to say it, you have expertise in so many of these different fields. And so where can listeners find you if they want to learn more, if they want to check out these subplans, if they want to just hear and see more from what you have to offer? Where can our listeners find you? Yeah, they can find me on Instagram at Wife Teacher Mommy. We're brand new on TikTok. We've got Wife Teacher Mommy and it's .com there because Wife Teacher Mommy was taken. And then our podcast is Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. And then our website is just wifeteachermommy.com. Okay, perfect. And so as we are nearing, be sure to go to the show notes. We will have all of the links for the event, the links for the subplans, and all of the ways that you can be able to find Kelsey. Well, thank you so much, Kelsey, for being on the show. I really appreciate having you on here and being able to share everything that you have to offer. And this is just a fraction of it with our listeners today. Thank you so much, Megan, and for making the time and letting me bring this topic to the podcast so we can together help as many teachers as we can.
Absolutely. Well, we will talk with you. Well, I guess I will talk with you next Monday. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Come hang out with me over on Instagram at The Literacy Dive. I would love to hear from you in my DMs. If you are enjoying this podcast, be sure to hit that follow button and share this with a friend. I'll catch you in the next episode.